Mini-episode 1441 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at Sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late-night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello and welcome to FDH Lounge mini episode 1441, our Billions episode 6.3 preview. I'm FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our top five notes of interest heading into this season's third episode. Number five, Taylor almost busts a cap in Ryan, but Wendy restores the peace. When Taylor's underling defied a direct order about how to handle Prince's big move, that was almost the end, but Wendy helped to restore an uneasy peace. But this wasn't the first time that Taylor and the protege didn't see eye to eye and likely won't be the last. Number four, Kate shows some uneasiness with Chuck's new crusade. Chuck assured her that he could stand up to the full power of the billionaires that he's antagonizing, but the unspoken question on her part was, what about me? Kate's not going to let anything stand between her and what she sees as her destiny, and she already turned on Chuck when he got brought down at the end of season three, so he would be wise to keep her from fearing any blowback from his activities, if he can. Number three. Chuck's epiphany with the doorman leads him to a new front in his crusade. At first, it just seems that Chuck envisioned the vast amount of damaging gossip that he could tap into by becoming the number one friend of New York's doormen, who were amusingly led by Curb Your Enthusiasm's Mocha Joe. But it's clear that the doormen and those served by them are now part of Chuck's fabled pieces on the chessboard, and seeing how Chuck's win in this saga plays out should be a major part of this season. Number two. Wendy and Taylor try, in vain, to understand the totality of Mike Prince. Right now, they're on opposite ends of the spectrum between seeing him as a total idealist and a toxic narcissist. From what we've already seen, the truth is likely in the middle, someone with idealism, but some of Axe's messiah complex, without Axe's self-awareness about his toxicity. If the development continues in this way, then Mike Prince has a chance to become the most interesting character that the show has ever had. Number one, when prompted by Prince, Wags takes one for the team, even as Prince's selfishness helped to set the crisis in motion. It's been fascinating seeing Wags operate without his default mode through the first five seasons, slavish loyalty to the firm because of his slavish devotion to Axe. As such, during the big short, he actually displayed the human touch of loyalty to a CEO who had become a personal friend. Scooter and Prince shamed him into throwing his pal under the bus, even as we learned that Prince was motivated in part on the short sale by his wish for some leverage over his estranged wife that he hopes to win back. By the way, nice to see Ohio University alum Piper Parabo surface as a femme fatale on Billions after her recent stint as a femme fatale on Yellowstone. While Prince has been opaque with his new employees about his personal life, his wife's involvement in the effort to bring the Olympics to New York will probably expose the totality of his motivations beyond his professed philanthropy. And it will be interesting to see what Mike Wagner, 
who is tight with very few people, will think now that he has lost another close friend to Prince's machinations. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.